This is Soul to Soul, the show with Nessie. Sup, Soul fam, it's Nessie here. Welcome to another wonderful, amazing, stupendous, marvelous episode of Soul to Soul, the show. How are you all doing? Um, yeah, so far so good here in Korea. Uh, weather's been a bit peaky. Um, the air quality has not, not been that great, but I think that's because uh, people are starting to get onto the move um, at the moment. Now, uh, social distancing has been eased. Um, but every time there's been bad air, it's been chucking it down with rain at the same time. So at least the rain washes that away. So I have to be grateful for small mercies. Anyway, weather is not one I want to talk about. I can save that for another episode. Uh, today's episode is going to be about transportation. Now, transportation is one thing that I rave about in terms of uh what it's like in Korea in comparison to the UK. Now, you know that I was born and raised in London. I lived three years in Surrey, but majority of my life was in London City. And in London, you don't really have the need to drive. You drive if you are a parent or you have a large household or you actually live like on the the far the <laughs> the far flung edges of London itself. So you live in a London borough, but you don't have a London postcode. Like you live in Barking, or you live in Ilford or Havering, or you you live in these places that got like one of those silly postcodes, like IG or or L or whatever. Basically, not N or E or SW or SE, or W, or or whatever. So, if you've got a car, that's great. I don't drive. Yes, I'm in my 30s, I do not drive. I've never really had the need to drive, because everywhere I wanted to go, I took public transportation for that. Uh, my school, uh, shout out to Barking Abbey, uh, my, sh- my school was... Uh, four miles away from my house, about four or five miles, depending. So I would take three buses to get to school. Um, sometimes the trains like coming back, but most of the time, like buses and stuff. But sometimes, especially coming from that end of of East London, the trains themselves wouldn't be that convenient. So buses, and it would be long. It'd be a long, long, long journey. Like to get to school, I would have to leave my house at seven thirty in the morning, and uh, to to get to school for at least, like half eight, quarter to nine, because that was around the time that school started. If I remember correctly, school started at uh, twenty two. But yeah, so I would have to leave my house like a good hour just to make sure. And if I, if I miss the bus, that will mess up my entire journey. Buses were not that great. Uh, in the winter, it was okay, but in the summer, it was just pure evil. Like the air conditioning system, and I say that in quotation marks, there was no air conditioning on these buses. It was literally a fan that will blow and regurgitate hot air all the way around the bus. 
and like the windows were like sliding windows that were at the very top of the bus that didn't allow uh well actually, no it wasn't even sliding windows it was the crank open like outwards windows that I don't know why they were designed like that maybe to increase uh aerodyna- the uh, aerodynamicism or whatever but no air would come in and especially on a hot day when you're stuck on a bus it was not that great now when we get to the trains everyone knows the the famous london trains okay the london underground the tube the london underground is the fir- it is officially the first underground transportation system in the world it is at the moment i think about 155 years old actually let me let me let me verify that hold on how old is the London Underground. Oh, 157 years. Okay, so yeah, I was, I was kind of right. Um, yeah, so the first line was, I think, the Metropolitan Line, but we've had uh, more lines that have been added on since then, and there's soon to be the Elizabeth Line or Crossrail, which should have been open in 2017. Uh, and is now rumoured to be opening in 2022. And because of the whole coronavirus thing, that's, that might even be delayed even further. So, stupid. Anyway, so with all of that, the train system is not that great. In London in particular, I can't speak, I don't think I've been on any, like, there's the overground system, but that's another kettle of fish. Uh, the London underground system is not a great system. And I and, and I say this in comparison with what I'm going to talk about in uh, in Korea afterwards. So the London Underground old system built at a time 150 years ago, where the population of London was about say one million people, two million people. Okay, that was the the population, and even then, and that in, in that instance, it was a big city. London now is about sixteen. Like uh, the the, the the greater area is about 16 million people. So imagine all of these people getting onto a system that was originally built for 1 million. Now, of course, there's new lines and stuff, but these tunnels are so small. Like, it's the bare minimum size for these trains to go through. Like, there's literally like about a one centimeter giveaway space for these trains to pass through. So the trains themselves are really really small uh you go in you're cramped up oh it's absolutely horrible and there's no air conditioning there is no system for air conditioning whatsoever on these trains you get on in the middle of summer and let's face it the london summer is not that hot in comparison to other places but you get on those trains you die like i've been to new york i've been to new york a few times now and New York in the summertime is lethal, especially if you go into Manhattan with the tall buildings and all the heat is just trapped between the glass. It's horrible. It feels like about 40 degrees centigrade Celsius. Yeah, centigrade Celsius. You go on to the train, there is air conditioning. So you've got some reprieve when you're traveling in between different areas of a nice, cool weight on the train before you have to get back out into hell. London, there's none of that. London is not built to be a hot city. So it's brick buildings 
Um, old trains, no air conditioning, everyone suffers. They tell you to bring a bottle of water with you because you cannot survive. Now let's go into what it's like in Seoul. I'm telling you, I love the Seoul system so much. I love the trains, even the the, 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 the rackety, horrible line of line one is still better than probably the best line in London. And that's saying something. So these trains are comfortable. Um, they're very wide. So even if there's a lot of people, you can still pass through, like on average, a lot of people, where as, as in like all the seats have been taken up and maybe a few people like standing, you can still pass through the train easily. Um, you can go from one end to the, the next quite comfortably, kind of like the New York trains. Um, air conditioning. Air conditioning is a fantastic thing. Uh, there is Wi-Fi. So you can actually... So the the system in the UK is so old that they cannot install Wi-Fi on the trains themselves. At least not yet. Uh, the Wi-Fi is on the... the in the stations. And then you, <laughs> that literally means you have about 30 seconds to connect onto the Wi-Fi before like you, you go off. So you can't watch nothing. You can only really listen to, to music if you have it saved onto your phone or you, you play a game console or whatever, or read a book or read a newspaper. Cause that's what you do in London. But, uh, career people are watching, uh, YouTube, uh, uh, reading audiobooks, streaming, doing whatever, like anything that you can do on the internet, you can do underground, which is an amazing thing for me um, to even comprehend. Um, but there's air conditioning. There's, there's even like specific, specific air conditioning, like lower air conditioning cars. If like the aircon is too cold for you, you go in. Everything's air conditioned in Korea just because the summer is so deadly. Uh, the only time you're not getting air conditioner, uh, air conditioning is if you're out on the streets. Every single building, every single office, every single mode of transportation has really good air conditioning on. Even the buses. Now, you think of London and you think of those. They're really iconic red buses, but performance-wise, absolutely stupid. Like, you can't keep, can't keep you cool or, or nothing. But here in, in Seoul... Um, <laughs> I tell you what, though, some of the buses, like there, there, there are a, a specific system of buses that they have over here. So um, they are sp uh, split into colours. So the you have like the small green buses, which they call the village bus, that kind of does a specific route or loop around the area which you are based in so for example in Hongdae um there is the Mapo 2 that I used to take to go no Mapo 6 that I used to take to go home um when I lived in Hongdae and that will loop around and come back towards Hongik station and it covers like the the gu or the district that you are in so every district has its set of village buses so like Mapo district has about 12 different buses that covers different areas of of Mapo same with uh same with Yongsan uh, uh Socho wherever you are they have these uh, specific village buses um you go back 
you, you go bigger a little bit and then you have like the blue buses and also, uh, well, mostly blue, but the blue buses then go between like shorter distances now, but not as long. And so they will go maybe like across the city. They'll stay within the city, but it'll go across the city. You'll go halfway across the city. So these buses, like you can take um, a bus from Gangnam to Hongdae or take a bus from Yeondongpo to, uh, Yeondongpo to, I don't know, Hapjong or whatever. Um, and then you've got like the, the, the long looping, uh, one-way buses like the yellow buses but they're really rare but we've got one near here i use it mostly if i'm feeling really lazy and i don't want to walk to it one i'll just get off at the bottom and just take that bus <laughs> back around um and then you've got the red buses which is like the intercity buses that go very long distances so there's not many stops in them but they travel a long distance so i used to take that bus um, into work before um, the new train line opened outside my workplace because I was able to go from Hongdae all the way to Gimpo with that one bus and it would take me all the way there, um, 45 minute journey, air conditioning in the summertime, uh, quite rickety but there was there was free Wi-Fi so it was, it, it was quite nice. Although that bus, I've been on more bus breakdowns on that bus since li uh, like living here in Korea than I've ever experienced living in London. So I will say this, like for London buses, London coaches, London like wheeled transportation, the, quali the quality in the UK is a lot higher in terms of the standards than the quality in, in Korea. Like I feel a lot more safer riding buses back home in London the first time, my gosh, I was so fearful being on a bus in in Korea because the, these bus drivers be crazy. Like, like taxis are bad enough. Like, if you ride a taxi in Seoul, especially if you're riding a taxi and it's two o'clock in the morning and there's no, there's hardly any cars on the road. These these jokers are traveling like uh, you see three digits on like the speedometer and you're wondering is that miles per hour or kilometers per hour and whichever one it is what should i be more worried about um but yeah they'd be zooming now if you're that afraid in the car imagine on a bus like i was gripping onto my seat especially at night um when i'd be coming home when i finish work at 10 o'clock in the morning at 10 o'clock in the morning 10 o'clock at night um, I'll be, I'll be afraid as anything. And it got better after I got used to it, but still like the drivers here, the public drivers, they have, <laughs> it almost feels like they have no concern for public safety, but they must do because if they get into an accident, they're dying as they're dying as well. It's not just the people in on the bus. It's the people driving the bus as well. That's going to be in trouble. And oh my goodness, traveling in winter was like my number one fear because of the black ice. And I don't know, I didn't know how painstaking careful uh, these gritters would be in the winter time. But actually, the winters haven't been so bad. There have been a lot of like rainstorms, like particularly when it's monsoon season. Uh, funny story there was a time when uh, the route between work and home was flooded. 
and uh, we had to take a detour because there's like one patch of a uh, road by a flyover that for some reason would always be heavily, heavily inundated with water. And the bus they had no choice. They had to drive through. And the water nearly seeped into the bus because it's quite high up, but the steps are quite low and the water is quite deep. So I'm just seeing like this pool by the stairs and I'm just like, Lord have mercy, please. I'm seeing cars floating. That's how deep it was. I was like, please just let us make it through because I'm not getting stuck again in the middle of nowhere in water. Um, Just, yeah. But yeah. Buses, they're not my favourite here in Korea, but the trains, the trains I absolutely love. The trains are great system, just really comfortable, really inexpensive as well, like good quality, um, uh, a good standard price, and you you, you get a, a good quality service. I, re- I really love Line 2. Line 2 is my favourite line. Uh, line 2 is like the circuit line that goes and and covers like all of the major places actually that you can think of in Seoul. So it covers Hongdae, it covers Hopjong, it covers, uh, uh, does it cover Sochoy? Yeah, it does cover Sochoy, it covers Gangnam, it covers uh, Samsung, uh, it covers uh, uh, Sunung, it covers um, pretty much anywhere that you could think of. And everywhere that you can go is pretty much connected by line two. So you can cross through the major areas, but um, it could take you to any place in the city and then you can branch off. And then I, I love like the little light rails that it have, like the, the light rail that I take to work. That's really nice. The, the light rails that come outside, like the, the Bundang line, the Shin Bundang line, uh, the Gimpo Gold line, I really, I, I really, really, really enjoy. Um, it's just really nice to travel on those lines, and it's so, it's, it's so clean as well. Like that's one thing. Like you feel uncomfortable taking certain lines on the London Underground because you know that hasn't been cleaned for a long time, like deep cleaned. Like oh my goodness, the Bakerloo line. I remember one time I sat down and like there was like a rising of dust just billowing next to me. And then could you imagine that's like maybe a good few years of people's bum dust just like gathering and you're sitting on that and festering on that and that's coming onto your skin. I, mate, I don't even want to think about that because that's just nasty. But you don't have to worry about that too much in Korea, like they're, they're relatively, especially now because of what's been happening, they've been a lot more uh, clean uh, in terms of public transport. And oh, that's it. I, I will tell you this though, I really, really love uh, the KTX. So the KTX I've only taken like uh, for what uh, uh, a return journey once, um, going to Busan, when things settle down, um, I would love to travel to Busan again and take the KTX. It's a, it's quite expensive. Um, you're looking at uh, for an, an a good ticket, maybe about eighty thousand won. But they, you're traveling to the other end of the country, and it's a super fast train. Like you're traveling at two hundred kilometers per hour, and you're seeing like the mountains like zooming past. And you you get on, you get off, and you can use the same transportation card as well. Um, most of the cards I think are, 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 are countrywide. So if you have a card 
if you use a T Money card in Seoul, I, th- I believe you can use it in Busan. I just use my like my my bank card because it has transportation, and then, and that's another thing as well. So you can set up your bank system so um, it doesn't just take up bit by bit like it does in London. Like it can gather it and uh, cap it on a daily basis, but then takes all of that money out. And then on the, in the following month, so you can make sure it comes after your paycheck, which is absolutely perfect. Probably that probably does happen in London. I don't know. Maybe the system has changed, but it's been a while, so I don't actually know what the system is like. But transportation, like for real, it is so much better here than it is in the UK. Um, I mean, there are some things that the UK does better. Um, but I mean, the fact that on all modes of transportation, they offer it not only in Korean, obviously, but in English, and then in certain like bigger stops or big, uh, bigger destinations in Japanese and in Chinese as well. Think of how multicultural London is. They can't even be bothered to do that. It's just English or or bus, and like I can understand Korean better now compared to like the first time I came to Korea, but. Um, imagine like a foreigner has no idea coming here. They have no idea what these stations are or what what the announcements are, and the fact they're able to announce that in multiple languages for the majority of the people that visit, it's so helpful. It's so so useful. Um, so I gotta give it props. To that. I gotta give Seoul props to that for transportation. I really do enjoy it. Um, but yeah. That was a general overview of me talking absolute nonsense about transportation. But I hope you found um, these past few minutes of me chatting just bare air really, really enjoyable. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. I'm on multiple platforms now, which is amazing. Um, Not only am I on Spotify, but I am on Google Podcasts as well. Um, and I am uh, not yet on iTunes. I'm not entirely sure why, but I'm going to chase them up about that. Once I, once I am, I'll let you guys know, of course. And don't forget to check out my other social medias as well. I am available on Twitter. I am available on Instagram. I do have a sporadic TikTok account that I upload to. And also I have a YouTube channel, which I have been uploading a lot more videos on now. So please do check them out. Uh, soul to Soul and my Facebook account, okay? Check me out, hit me up, let me know what you want to talk about, what you want me to talk about, if there's any guests you want me to have, just message me. Let's have this conversation, all right? But I am going to go maybe play The Sims or just have a nice cup of tea and I'll speak to you all later on. I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye, soul fam. Loves ya, laters. And if you liked that episode of Soul to Soul, why not subscribe and follow this podcast on whatever streaming service you were using to listen. I'll see you in the next episode. Slaters.